Welcome to Real Testaments. The messages shared at Church of God Mission International, Church for Real. We trust God that through this message, your life will be transformed and you will receive grace to influence your world. God bless you. Hallelujah. Very quickly, I want to share a message with you and have titled, Keep Sowing. Keep Sowing. Don't stop sowing. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. It's a principle that God has put in place. Therefore, if you don't sow, you will never reap. Today, the reason why you are the level you are is because of what you sowed a few years ago. Today is the is the betting of the life and the decisions you made years back. That's the truth. Some of you are maybe an artisan. You learned a trade somehow. And so you are using that trade to feed yourself and to feed your family today. That is because a few years back you made a decision to say, okay, let me go and learn this trade. Some of you work in different companies like bank and, you know, oil companies and what have you in Nigeria. It's because a few years ago, you made a decision to go to school, maybe to read a course like banking and finance, microbiology, engineering, you know, sociology, geology, and all those courses they read in the, they do in the university. You made a choice. And so today... You are working in that company because of the course you read. Because at least you went through the four walls of university. They say, okay, are you a graduate? Yes. Where's your certificate? You show them. Have you done your national youth service call? Have you done it? You said yes. Where is it? You show them. Fantastic. So they pull you through the, you know, entry-level arrangement. With time, you are garnering experience. It's because of the decision you made. What if you had not gone to school to read medicine, to read pharmacy, to read engineering? Okay? You wouldn't have been walking where you are walking today. Or perhaps you wouldn't have owned that company that you have today. Therefore, where you are today is as a result of the seed that you sowed yesterday. So when we talk about sowing and reaping, we are not talking about money. Let me be frank with you. Anytime your mind is always towards money, it is a parochial mentality. The truth is this. Naira, USD, pound sterling, euro, and all the currency you see in the world today, when God created the world, i.e. when Adam and Eve showed up the scene, those currencies were not there. They were not there. Who knows, 100 years from now, we might not be talking about paper money. We might be talking about digital money. The world keeps evolving. So if you think in terms of Naira and copper all the time, or in terms of pounds and USD and all those currencies as it were, come on, your mind is still narrow-minded. So when I'm talking about sowing and reaping this morning, I'm not talking about you coming to give money. It's just one minute. Giving money or sowing money 
is a minute part of life. Life is about sowing and reaping. It is what you sow in terms of investment, in terms of what you put on the ground, that is what you get. It's like having money in the bank account. And so you meet your bank and you say, give me a card, a debit card. We know that there are three major types of card. You have the debit card, you have the prepaid card, and you have the credit card. A debit card is the card that is linked to your account where you have money. If you don't have money in your debit card, it cannot give you anything. Someone who wants to withdraw 10,000 naira from an ATM and he has 500 naira in his account and he goes to the ATM with his um, debit card. Once he slots in the ATM card and he punches 10,000 naira, come out. What would the ATM tell you? Insufficient what? That's it. You don't have money. That's what it's telling you. You don't have the money. So a lot of people want to draw 10,000 naira from an ATM machine when they don't have the money. They have not done any deposit in their bank account. And they don't even have a, a credit card. What does a credit card do? A credit card, the bank is saying, we are loaning you money. Spend this money as you like and pay us based on the covenant or the agreement that we have with you. So if you have a credit card and the bank gives you a credit limit of, say, 1 million naira, the bank is saying, okay, 1 million naira is the credit limit that we have given you for this every month. Spend it. As you spend it, the covenant is that you pay back small, small. So if you have a credit card, you go to the ATM machine and you draw out the 10,000 naira, even though you don't have any deposit. So it depends on the covenant, it depends on the deal. But for a debit card, you must have some money. You must have some money. A lot of you are expecting miracle to happen today. When you have not done any deposit, I've been issued. You've not. You are expecting miracle money. Let me shock you. Maybe by the time we are doing our series on the kingdom of God, I will show you a lot of truth from the Bible. Listen to me. One truth I want to show you. You are not designed to be expecting miracle every day. You are not. Life is about principles. The other day, I, I saw a tweet where somebody said, why is it that Nigerians pray less when they travel abroad? And somebody responded that it's because 70 to 80% of their problem is solved. If I conduct an audit right now, and I interview you one-on-one, -on -one, and I ask you, what is your problem? What do you want God to do for you right now? Some of you will say, school fees for my children. Are you aware in a state, in a country like America, they don't bother about that? If your kids are in the U.S. right now, you won't be bothering about school fees. Are you aware of that? So it's a systemic problem. So you are believing God. January is coming right now. You are believing God. Oh, I need one million naira to pay my children's school fees. Maybe there are four of them. Even in Lagos, the reason why people don't give birth much is the fear of school fees. Nobody say they for not like get more. A friend of mine a few years ago, he just got married. 
and um, him and his wife, they were having an issue on the number of children to her. And the wife wanted more, like three, four, five. You know, that's, that's the way to go, five. Let's have, have your quiver full of them. And the man said, one or two is fine. And the woman said, no, one or two is not enough. Let's do more. And so the man called him one day, the estate where they were living. And he said, can you just take a stroll and ask these schools how much their school fees is? That's the assignment the man gave to the woman. By the, woman, by the time the woman came back, he said, I think two is okay. Let's do two. <laughs> <laughs> because by the time you just oppose your monthly income with the expenditure, i.e. your children's COVID and all of that, you go advise yourself. If you don't want, you want to live a borrowed life. But so if I ask you now, say, ah, school fees for children is very key for me next year. But there are some countries, the children don't pay school fees. As long as primary, secondary, they don't. Some persons, this is food, what they will eat, they don't even know. My friend in the U.S. told me during this COVID-19 wahala, you'll just come and drop food at your doorstep. How many of you got palliatives? Did you get anything? Not the one diluted. How many get anything? So it's a system problem. She's not praying about food. Food is sorted. You, you are praying for food. You are praying for school fees. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I'm trying to condition your mind. You see, for you now, that is a miracle. Somebody was given a visa to go to the UK. He's happy. It's a miracle. So for you to get visa, are you aware that there are some countries, they don't want to go to America. They don't want to go. They are begging them, take visa. What is in America? I don't want to go. Because they are okay. It's a systemic problem. So what you are seeing as miracle here is a lifestyle for certain people who don't know God in some countries. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. Listen. You must condition your mind based on the perspective of the word of God. Not based on societal nuances. No. God did not form you so that all your life. Ah, school fees, miracle. Um, house rent, miracle. Everything is a miracle for you. If systems are placed the way they should be, those are not miracles. They are natural occurrences. What is a miracle? A miracle is power that God has not placed in the hand of man. Anything God has given to man is not a miracle, my friend. Some of you are sitting down and you are expecting miracle money. You don't receive a lot. You want to draw from where you did not sow. That is fraud. I don't know what some pastors teach their members. By the grace of God, you know where I work. Even recently I was hearing a story of how a pastor, with all due respect, he 
got money into his account which was illegally transferred. It was an error. Somebody transferred money to his account out of error. And so they went and trying to get his contact. They got his contact and they called him and said, Sir, please, that money that you receive is an error, blah, blah, blah. Pum, pum, pum. Cut the phone. <laughs> and you dial him again and say, This number you are calling is not available at the moment. Please try again later. Pastor, log out. <laughs> you know why? It's because of the type of messages you hear. Listen to me. I'm a child of God. I believe in integrity. I believe in honesty. I believe in sincerity. What does not belong to you, don't take it. Don't take it. It's a sin. If somebody borrows you money, pay back. Don't be praying that the person will forget. What kind of prayer is that? Do you know that there are a lot of people who come to church and you bless them with money? It's okay, go and do business with this money. Come back. You know, let's put in the pool so that some persons can benefit. When you square them that money, they don't lay. They go away. They don't come to church anymore. They don't come to church. By the time I say, why fine? You only come to church again. I don't mind that church. I don't understand the church. Moto too full outside. <laughs> why don't they come to church? They're not the pity for those where they trek. Now only those where they get carried and they look. People have different reasons not to do what they are doing. But I believe in integrity. I believe in probity. I believe in resourcefulness. I believe in truth. You remember they accused Jesus. They came to Jesus and said, you don't pay tax. And Jesus did not argue with them. Jesus said, okay, my guys, go to the river. The first fish you caught, you get caught it. And, and Jesus brought out the money and paid. Jesus paid tax. Some of you, you have prepared meter. It's wrong for you not to. You, you go and do something on it and you are not, you are using it free of charge. Some of you have illegally collected light. It's wrong. I'm telling you as your pastor. It's wrong. What is due to the government, give it to the government. Are you telling me that God cannot sort you out? How much is the bill after all? That you want to cut corners? It's wrong. Hallelujah. And so people preach and say, this week you will receive miracle alert. Miracle alert, miracle alert, receive it, receive it. All of you will shout, Amen. Then somebody will, because of the mindset, you will receive money that you are not supposed to receive. It's an error. How many of you have transferred money to somebody before and you discover it was an error? Can I see your hand? Fantastic. It's, people make errors. And so, you didn't intend to give the money to the person. And so, when you call and say, please, Please, that money, you know, and you canvas. And the person says, all right, there are people who do that. Say, all right, I'll, I'll go to my bank or I'll transfer the money, give me the account. And that's it. We must learn to preach integrity in this country. We must not live based on systemic problems. Very quickly, let me read Genesis 26. Listen to this. There was famine in the land. Besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham and Isaac, 
went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Jera. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land, and I will be with you, and I will bless you. For to you and your descendants I will give this land, and I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham and your father. Now listen, there was famine in the land, and God told them, told Isaac, don't leave this land. Don't go to Egypt. Don't go to Egypt. Stay here. I will bless you here. So when I see people make decisions, if you hear from God, the first questions I ask, the first question I ask, have you heard from God? Do you know that hearing from God is a big deal right now in our generation? In this dispensation, people don't talk about the Holy Ghost. It's wrong. If you are making a decision that will affect your destiny and the destiny of your family, as a believer, it is important that you talk to God. Let God direct you. What has God told you? God told Isaac, listen, don't go to Egypt. Isaac was warming up to run to Egypt because of the famine. He said, stay in this land and I will bless you in this land. What is God telling you about 2020 and 2021? What is he telling you? Is he telling you to check out? Or he's telling you to stay? I will make you great. Listen to me. You are blessed not because of location. You are blessed because of the blessing that you carry. Vision is not in location. Vision is in expression. God can bless you anywhere you are because of the seed of blessing that is inside of you. Everywhere Isaac went to, Isaac prospered. Because of the seed of the blessing that he carried. Listen, you are not blessed because of the house that you are staying. That is the religious mindset. The other day, somebody was telling me, ah, God has blessed me. Since I came to this house, God has blessed me. No, you don't think that way. Or somebody say, ah, since I started driving this car, I've been getting favor. It is not the house that gives you favor. It is not the, the car you drive that gives you favor. It is not the job you have that gives you favor. You are a living carrier of the favor of God. Everywhere you go, you are, you are carrying favor. Listen. Listen. My community is blessed because I am there. The house that I live in is blessed because I am there. Do you get the point? The car that I am driving is blessed because I am the one driving it. The emphasis, child of God, is on you, not on the things that you use. Somebody getting me what I'm saying this morning? So Isaac, God told him, he said, listen, stay here. The blessing is not in Egypt. Do you know that there are a lot of people who are more blessed in terms of physical blessings in this country than those living abroad? Are you aware of that? So it's not about where you go. It's not about where you go. It's about what you carry. You must understand what you carry. The emphasis is in what you carry, not what you are looking for. The Bible says the anointing which you have received. You don't need any man to teach you. That anointing, the unction of God, will teach you all things. I emphasize on what you carry. 
That is why even in the desert, when you enter desert, as dry as desert, eh? because of what you carry, you will turn desert into a fruitful place. That's the way to go. It is the blessing. That is why it's the blessing that followed Joseph, for example. Even inside the pit, the pit said, no, ah, this man is too blessed to be inside a pit. The pit, nothing keep Joseph. Because he was carrying the blessing. You cannot carry God and remain in one place that is not good. What I call perpetual stance, you cannot. The pit said, this man is too loaded for us to keep him here. And they took him from the pit. They sold him to the Ishmaelites. From there to Potiphar's house. The Bible says, when Joseph was in the house of Potiphar, what happened? Uh -uh, Everything crested. It was not Potiphar's house that blessed Joseph. It was Joseph blessing Potiphar's house. Get that clear? Yeah. Get that clear? Your blessing is not in UK. Your blessing is not in Australia. Your blessing is not in Canada. Your blessing is not in America. <laughs> you are a carrier of the blessing. Everywhere you go, when you get there, you say, this place is blessed because I am here. I am a carrier of the blessing. But you see, why am I preaching this? Because you need to have that awareness. A lot of you don't have it. That is why you are running helter skelter. God told him, stay here, don't go anywhere. And if you read through, look at verse 12. Let's jump to verse 12. Then Isaac sold in that land. Did you see that? Isaac sold in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. Was Isaac idle? Was he jobless? What was he doing? He was busy sowing. Are you getting it now? The reason why you are poor is because you are jobless and you are not doing anything. Or after all, you are not investing your blessing. I am telling you today, invest your blessing. People who are rich, they don't have two heads. They don't have two heads. It's because you are expecting miracle alert. (laughs) Miracle alert that will never come. And even if it comes, somebody will still give you a phone call and say, oh boy, that money not be your own, no. Return them. And you go to say, ah, but I don't spend this money. You know, how can you spend the money? You just saw an alert on your phone and you check your account. Ah, but I'm not expecting money from this place. Instead of you to make inquiry and find out where the money is coming from, you have started spending this money just like that. It's not right. Isaac sold. Recall what I said. Where you are today is a result of what you did yesterday. Are you sowing? Don't expect to reap tomorrow when you have not sowed today. I am here to tell you, it's time for you to invest your blessing. It's time for you to put to use the blessing that you carry. Stop making it inactive and stop making it dormant. 
Hallelujah. And Isaac sold and God blessed him. Do you know that Isaac, if you read this chapter down, Isaac became so wealthy that King Gerard came to him and said, Oh God, we can no longer cope with you. Please, let us make a deal that you will not come and overrun us. Hey, hallelujah. And if you read this place down, there was a well that, you know, the father's dog, they dug the well and found water. They were happy. And the people said, ah, this water now our own. How can you come to this land and take our water? Isaac did not fight. When you carry the blessing, you don't fight over physical things. The God that gave you a car can give you two more. I see believers. Because somebody crashed your car, you come down with a tear blow. And if I won't price that motor, say, if you not pass one million naira. Because of one million naira, you are fighting on the streets when you are supposed to be preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's your mindset. Poverty. Poverty is not that you don't have money. Poverty is because your mind is derailed. There's a problem with your thinking. The other day I was coming from work and the traffic was so bad. So somehow, somehow they were able to open way for me. So me don't, you know, I don't move. In the course of moving, there was a vehicle at my at the junction, which I mistakenly crashed. And as a good man that I am, I didn't want, it's not hit and run matter. I wanted to park so that I can go and apologize to that person. It's rare in Lagos, Abi. It's rare. Once you hit, the person, you don't take off. But I said, no, I can't. Why will I hit him and not apologize? Let me settle with him. I mean, there's no big deal. If I talk, if you say, make I pay for the car, how much is it? I'm too blessed not to take care of his car. You see the thinking? Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not afraid. And so I, as I was about to maneuver and park, the man had already seen me and thought that I was running away, but I was looking for where to park, really. The guy left his car on the road, <laughs> started pursuing me, and he got to where I was. I said, okay, no problem. I want to, because I didn't want to park in the middle of the road so that I won't cause more traffic. I said, no, I'm trying to park. The guy thought I was going. See his mindset. He stayed in, the, in front of my car. I was saying, you are not going anywhere. How can you use hand and leg to stop a moving car to <laughs> real long? Because of, uh -uh. I said, leave the road. Let me park where. The next thing, he climbed my bonnet and stayed on top of my bonnet. <laughs> At the end of the day, I parked. I said, I'm not running away. Okay, let's go and check your car. And we went there. I said, there's no scratch here. It's just a sound. And he saw, oh, really? Yeah. He didn't even look at the scratch. He didn't even look at his car. All he was concerned about now to pursue me. <laughs> and at the end of the day, there was no issue. And we settled and I entered my car and I left. I'm just trying to tell you how people reason. Listen to me. You are not of this world. The blessing that you carry, if he gave you a Jeep, that blessing can give you a Lamborghini. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise God. The blessing is not restrictive to environment. The blessing that you carry can take you all over the world. Hallelujah. Don't feel that this house that you have is the last that God can give to you. That blessing can give you houses. Praise the Lord. That is it. Isaac was not struggling with people and say, ah, he's my wife, he's my wife. Isaac left it. He went to dig another one. They dragged with him. He left it. When he finally, they didn't drag with him. Because they said, this man is too blessed for us to be dragging with. 
He called that place Beersheba. Till today, the place is still called Beersheba. Hallelujah. You are a blessing. Wherever you go, eh, you are the one blessing that place. Hallelujah. Stop. Some of you are so stingy. That is why you don't give. Somebody give you 20,000 naira. God, let's even go Old Testament. For you to even take 2K, 2K, 10%, and say, let me even do Old Testament style and pay tight with it. A whole 2K. A whole 2K from 20K. That 2K can do this. That 2K can do this. You don't, you, you're not doing it. That's how low your mindset is. The God that gave you 20K, can God give you 2 million? God can give you 2 million. But why will God give you 2 million when 200K, ah, a whole 200K, you are afraid to give it. Why will God give you 2 million? When your mindset is so low. Don't think about what you are going to eat. That's what Jesus was saying. Don't think about what you are going to eat. About what you are going to get. It's not about life. That's not life. Life is about seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. When you see God's kingdom, people become so strong and so, you know, so dear to you. Two things Jesus told us. Number one, love God. Number two, love your neighbor. Love God, love your neighbor. Love God, love your neighbor. When you are a lover of God and a lover of men, you are fulfilling the law. You are fulfilling the law. Rise up on your feet this morning. Tell your neighbor so. It's time for you to invest your blessing. Invest your blessing. 2020 might not be a good year for you. But you are aware that a lot of people were so blessed this year. People are smiling to the banks. <laughs> so don't use your situation eh, to judge world, the world. This COVID, a lot of people cleaned out. Are you getting what I'm saying? People cleaned out. People were happy. Ah, if not for this year, I would have remained where I have been. So don't say 2020 is a bad year. Don't join the bandwagon. A man that is blessed will always speak blessing. A man that is cursed will always say, ah, it's because, don't you know I am cursed? It's because I am cursed. That is why I'm in this situation. But listen, a man who is cursed and is not happy that he is cursed will always change his course. Course, his, his destiny. Hallelujah. Are you with me this morning? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So the Lord is saying in 20, in just today's date is what, 20, what, 27. Fantastic. Four days time we'll be ending this, this year. God is saying in 2021, so invest your blessing. Isaac was blessed, but he was not idle. Look at it, let me tell you. A certain rich man said, the hand of the rich man, sorry, the hand of the giver is always on top. A certain rich man. Who wants to bless me this morning? Want to give me something? Let's demonstrate that very quickly. I would have said, let me give, but let's, let's demonstrate. Somebody wants to bless, just give me something. I want to demonstrate what I just said. The hand of the giver is always on top. My hand is stretched. Who wants to give me something? Okay. Whose hand is on top? Uh, I'll be like, say what you want to give me will make sense. Okay. Thank you, sir. Is there something inside here? This one has got, oh no. 
I know future of God money. Man, keep this one. This one is for me, right? Fantastic. Thank you. But let's demonstrate that again, then the kills us. Let's let's demonstrate that again. Take, give, give it to me now. Did you see that? Whose hand is on top? The giver. Have you observed? People who beg, they always beg. I'm not without due respect. They always beg. People who give, they always give. <laughs> it's the principle. So in 2021, God is saying, leave this level. Leave the level of taking, taking, taking. You are taking, you don't give. Change your mindset. You are blessed so that you can invest your blessing. Isaac sold because he is a blessed man. If you are a blessed man, don't stay in one place. Don't be idle. Don't be jobless. Think of who to bless. Think of what to do. Think of how you can make your world better when you come to church. Ask yourself, how can I invest in this church? What are the things that I need to do to make church bigger and greater than what it is? That is the level and the thinking of a blessed man. Raise up your hand and say, thank you, Jesus. I am blessed because I carry the blessing. I am blessed because I carry the blessing. I am blessed because I carry the blessing. Therefore, I will sow. I will continue to sow. I will not be idle. I will invest by this time next year. I will be coming back with testimonies. In the name of Jesus, I will be a blessing to my company. I will be a blessing to my church. I will be a blessing to my community. I will be a blessing to my family. In the name of Jesus, when my name is called, they shall say yes. That is a blessed man because I carry the blessing. I carry the blessing. I carry the blessing. I will express the blessing in the name of Jesus. Praise God. This message was brought to you by Church of God Mission International, Church for Real. For more information, log on to our website at www.churchforreal.org. Church for Real. Influence your world.